What's going on guys? Welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL Podcast. I'm Jim, since I'm left again is the King, and we need to talk about the NFL. Merry Christmas, King. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Hello. How are you? Welcome back. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, season's greetings to you, sir. Mm-hmm. You too. How you, you doing? the fam, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm good, thanks, man. Very busy king over Christmas ridiculous. period. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. It's the pearls so, of being popular, I guess. It's not even popular. It's just, <laughs> just busy. <laughs> okay. There we go. Yeah, so uh, this is the week 15 recap show, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, just in time for the week 16 games, which are uh, kicking off tomorrow. Yes, indeed. Bit of a weird one this week, isn't it? Because it wasn't a Thursday night game. Uh, so we're still in bounds for uh, yeah. recapping the entire week. Well, that's good then. <laughs> stepping over the line and uh, and covering week 16 as well. There we go. So we need to go all the way back, King, to mm-hmm. last Thursday night, mm-hmm. last week Thursday night, where the Denver Broncos played the Indianapolis Colts in Indianapolis. They did, yeah. And the Broncos got a win. 25 points to 13. Yeah. And a great game for CJ Anderson. At last, super great game. Yeah, he played. Uh, he played brilliantly. What was it, over 150 yards rushing? Yep. Well, yeah. scrimmage yards, 158 in total. Mm-hmm. Um, even Devontae Booker got in there with 39 yards. Um, yeah, Colts just couldn't stop uh, that running game. No, or Thomas and Sanders, which apparently are the only two people that anyone can throw <laughs> to. So, oh, that's not fair. Cody Latimer got a touchdown. Oh, as Lattimer, well. actually, he had a good game in the second half, but the, the, the beginning it was just those two. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, Anderson played fantastic defensively. They uh, they put Brissett under pressure. Who actually, despite his 158 yards passing, actually had quite a good game. I thought I, th- I was impressed with Brissett. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they just didn't make enough big plays, and and the Broncos stepped up when needed. And of course, there was an injury to Trevor Simeon in the game. There was yeah, went out, and then comes Brock the Rock. And, uh, 15.3rd quarter for the uh, Broncos with uh, Brock Osweiler. He yeah. he looked fantastic, fitting yeah. into tight windows, playing with sort of just. Well, just he looked like he had an air of confidence, and and frankly, the fact that he had nothing to lose really—a reckless um, abandon, absolutely. So um, it was exciting to see. That's that's why he got. For, for those of you who forgot, that's why he got paid over a hundred million. <laughs> wow! But he um, <laughs> just remembering that. Yeah, yeah, it's mental, <laughs> isn't it? But no, he um, he had a very good game. Mm. Very good game. So no, well done to him. Yeah, twelve of seventeen completions, mm-hmm. one hundred ninety-four yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Just the one sack for two yards, but uh, mm-hmm. and yeah. a rushing touchdown, and a rushing touchdown. Yeah, lest we forget. Yeah, but Brissett had a rushing touchdown as well, didn't he? He did. Both almost identical plays. Just Oswalders was slightly larger run. Yes, man coverage. No one in the middle of the field. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, Colts are a bit of a husk of a team, though, aren't they? To to run all over them that badly. I, I actually uh, in the last pod picked the Colts to win just because it was a home game, and yeah. uh, you know. I didn't really fancy either of those two teams. No, so it was a toss that, up. That was absolutely yeah. You're absolutely right. It was. Um, I think, frankly, with the way it was looking with Simeon, I think that the, the mm. Colts were favoured to win. Mm. Uh, it's only that Osweiler came in and played that well. Yeah, uh, no one saw that one coming. He was the difference in the game. So yeah, it was. Um, yeah, there. It's one of those things where having that real elite quarterback makes a difference. And Brissett, I don't think, has been bad this year. I don't no. think he's been good, but I don't think he's been bad. Um, you know, thrust into the starting role in a team that he wasn't playing for at the start of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but Andrew Luck, in the same way that the likes of Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers, he's going to keep you in games. Yeah. Um, and win you win you those tight ones. Um, but Brissett, I don't think, is on that level at the moment. So. And also, no one but T.Y. Hilton's really stepped up in that team. No. Moncrief's had a really bad year. Yeah. 
Yep. So Quiet. Not good at all. I want to move on, King, because it was uh, mm-hmm. a bit of a nothing game, really. I mean, both of those teams are out of contention anyway. For so sure. Yeah, I'm happy to move on. Just for pride. So we go to Saturday night. Mm-hmm. It's another weird one. There were a couple of games on Saturday night. First of all, it was the Chicago Bears away to the Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. Detroit won 20 points to 10. Matt Stafford with another couple of touchdown games, no interceptions, 237 yards. Mitch Trubisky, one touchdown, three interceptions. And uh, Jordan Howard was uh, shut down, really, 37 yards total on the game. Yeah. And that's how the Lions won, as far as I can see. Yeah, yeah, from yeah, I agree. A couple of great plays by, um, it was Slay, wasn't it? Darius Slay with two, two interceptions. Two interceptions. One for Quandre Diggs as well. Yeah, it was. Um, they were just bad throws, actually. Yeah. Um, his completion percentage wasn't bad, Trubisky. Three for over three hundred yards, which yeah. is, which isn't like him. He just threw three terrible passes, mm-hmm. uh, and that cost his team the game. Short fields, people converting. Golden Tate had a brilliant game. Yep. Um, Jones was making plays as well, and. Um, yeah, when it, when the opposing team's giving you short fields, th- you know, three times a game, it's um, yeah, you, it's going to be tough for you to win. So I I don't think, besides those three things, three bad throws, Trubisky didn't have a bad game. Um, unfortunately, he needs to learn that as a pro, you can't afford to be making those throws. Um, mm. Yeah, the season high in completions, attempts, passing yards, and interceptions. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that last one was the important one. It was no. The Bears are reliant upon their run game, and and mm-hmm. Howard was held under fifty yards. Um, and also, the second highest rusher for the Bears was Trubisky with three yards. So that's <laughs> that just shows you that they were completely stifled from that perspe- percept- uh, uh, perspective. Perspective. There you go. Um, yeah. So um, they weren't going to win. No. It's that simple. They need to be rushing for over hundred yards a game to be competitive. Passing touchdowns for Detroit went to Eric Ebron and TJ Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chicago's touchdown went to Benny Cunningham. There was also a lost fumble by Theoretic by the Lions, so wasn't completely clean play on the on the home team. No, but they they like as I said, they they stopped the the key part of the the Bears' success, which is their run game. So yes. when you do that, it's going to be tough for them to to eke out wins. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. yeah. That was all I got to say about that one. Okay, just very quickly, two sacks for Lamar Houston for the Bears, uh, one for Akeem Hicks and one for Sam Acho as well. So, not not terrible news for the defense, but no, you throw three bad interceptions and yeah. give uh, Matt Stafford the the opportunities he's going to take them more often than not. Yeah, they need to draft. Uh, they need more talent. That Bears team. They, yeah, they invested a first round pick in White, uh, and he's done nothing at wide receiver. Kevin White. They've lost Jeffrey, who was uh, you know we've we, we've seen. Yeah, time with the Bears, he's been incredibly productive with uh, with the Eagles as well. Mm-hmm. He also seems incredibly. He seems very humble now, like he's part of the team unit rather than being a sort of mm. diva receiver. So uh, maybe that's the head coaching. It's possibly, got to do with it. possibly, yeah. But uh, they need to they need to have a really good draft this year. The Bears. Let's move on then to the other mm-hmm. Saturday night game, which was the uh, AFC West matchup: LA Chargers mm-hmm. against the Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. Chiefs were on a, a spiral, weren't they? Until they. Had an easy win last week, but uh, yeah, Chiefs won thirty points to thirteen, mm-hmm. and Kareem Hunt two hundred and six scrimmage yards, one rushing touchdown, one receiving touchdown. He was everywhere in that game. It's nice to see him finally put in a, a big performance like he was doing first half of the season. Yeah, he um, yeah he dismantled the um, the defense for the Chargers, and um, and Hill as well. Especially last in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Found himself in single coverage more often than not, and and they made 
well, he made uh, the Chargers pay. So that was, yeah, Smith just threw a go route, didn't he? An eighty-eight yard touchdown. Yeah, and that was just a that was just pure speed. That was nothing else besides the fact he's just rapid and yeah. you need help over the top when someone's that fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, bad game from Rivers as well. Three interceptions and the was one touchdown, same as Trubisky, really, but less less passing yards. Yep, he um he looked poor. Some some bonehead throws from from Rivers, which is unfortunate because he's had a I think he's actually reserve in the Pro Bowl team this year, so he's uh. He's mm. had a good year to this point. He just had a, a, a just a bad game, really. Well, Marvin Fisher there, two interceptions and a 74-yard return as well on one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, good game for Marcus Peters. It was his first game back after being suspended by the team uh, for being a douche yep. and uh, throwing <laughs> flags in the crowds. Um, Ron Parker as well with an interception and a fumble recovery, so good game for him. Yep. I will say that um, Melvin Gordon had a fantastic game. I was about to say, 169 scrimmage yards and a rushing touchdown. Yep. Not bad. No, he looked great. Not bad. He looked great. The only thing that I do worry about is the fact he keeps falling over without being touched. <laughs> Other than that, he had a really good game. It's the uh, invisible ninja. He probably could have made 200 yards from scrimmage <laughs> if he hadn't have tripped himself up twice. Yeah, it's so, not easy. It's no, not easy. It's not easy running as a running back. Um, also, Travis Coons missed an extra point for you. He did. Okay. People miss and extra points all the time. They do missing, now. Yeah. So. Harrison Butker even missed a field goal. One of four that he took on the, on the, mm. on the Saturday. But other than that, he had a good game. Yeah, he did. Just he a did. bit weird. Yeah, they dominated both sides of the ball. So mm. congratulations to Chiefs fans. One big bit of news out of the LA camp after the game was that Hunter Henry has been placed on IR with a lacerated kidney. Ooh. Not good. Ooh, not good. Sounds painful. Yeah, I'm sure it would be. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I don't like seeing anyone get injured, especially young emerging players so uh, yeah hope he gets he's back next year it's been a bit of a subdued year though unfortunately for Hunt Henry you know after what he did last year in his rookie season he has had a bit of a sophomore slump yeah he had about four or five games where he's playing brilliantly and then um, yeah and then all of a sudden he uh, they stop throwing the ball mm. so it's kind of a bit of an up and down one for him okay well that's it for the year for mm-hmm. Hunter so let's move on then to Sunday afternoon yep First of all, it was the Cincinnati Bengals going to the Minnesota Vikings, mm-hmm. and this was a, a foregone conclusion. It was, so as we could say. Yep. Um, great game for Case Keenum: two hundred thirty-six yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Um, he had a well a rating of one hundred thirty-eight point four, and then actually they I don't know if you saw it, King, on the highlights, but they did actually sub him. They took him out of the game, I and think- then in came Teddy Bridgewater. I. Did see that actually? Sorry, yeah. yes. Is that when he cried? <laughs> no, he cried a couple of weeks ago when he was on the bench. All oh, right, yes. No, he. Um, sorry, I am getting mixed up. Yes, the no, game was so far that. out of reach. They brought him on. Yep. Um, it was so loud in the stadium. He couldn't hear the play call that was being audible into his helmet. So of course he threw an interception <laughs> on that play. I um I didn't actually get a chance to watch the full game here. I, when I finished, it was um, Keenan was still in the game. So right, but no, that's awesome for Bridgewater. Yeah, he was nice to be back in. Um, mm-hmm. but obviously Case had already put his uh. Uh, put his tools away. He was done for the day. Yeah. Latavius Murray, good game for him again. 104 scrimmage yards and a rushing touchdown. Mm-hmm. Jarek McKinnon as well, 138 scrimmage yards. So the Bengals weren't stopping anything on the ground. No. And McKinnon, um, they've got a real balance there with, with Murray and McKinnon. He's, Murray's just, I didn't realise how big he was until I saw him play for the Vikings. Mm-hmm. I don't remember seeing him and thinking he's a massive, massive guy. He looks almost like Leonard Fournette kind of build and Fournette's known for being a big back yeah but um, 
yeah, Murray's he's big. He's he's relatively shifty for his size. He's got some pace, but nothing like McKinnon. That guy is absolutely rapid. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and he made some big plays, which is which is good to see because you see the likes of Tyreek Hill, who you mentioned a moment ago, making those kind of plays and and sort of utilizing his talent, which is he is so fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, no, it's good to see him have a him have a big game. Mm. Uh, as well. Yeah, Stefan Diggs with a touchdown, Carl Rudolph with a touchdown. That all helped. Um, on the other side, then, uh, Andy Dalton, 113 yards passing, zero touchdowns, two interceptions, three sacks, a QBR of 2.5. Yeah, and one of those interceptions would turn for a touchdown. Yes, that was Eric Kendricks with a 31 yard pick six. Yeah. And old man Terrence Newman with another of those interceptions. So, yeah, he's. Uh, good for Newman. Yeah, good for him. Everyone talks about Xavier Rhodes, but. Uh, yeah, Newman's, Newman's just, still doing it. He's just been a consummate pro, hasn't he? Mm. So, um, I think he's actually really helped Rhodes because if you can stay in the league that long, your technique has to, your, your technique's going to be perfect. Your everything else with it that you're not reliant necessarily on your athleticism mm-hmm. anymore. You're reliant on being a wily vet who understands the game. Um, yeah. So I think having someone like that assisting with some of the younger sort of emerging guys at the position is is just you know it's priceless frankly that that knowledge that he has so uh no good for him yeah for him. the only slight bright spark for the bengals came with joe bernard getting a, uh, a rushing touchdown in garbage time he was held to 43 scrimmage yards though um aj mccarran even came in at the end mm-hmm. uh through uh, completely 50 percent of his passes uh and 19 yards on three completions uh, just to finish the game off, really. Yeah, I don't think AJ McCarron. I, I personally don't think he's a starting quarterback. I no, think he's an okay backup. I don't even think he's one of the better ones. No, no, but he, he was in there anyway. So I just mm-hmm. thought I'd mention that yeah, he yeah, did no, come in. Uh, Dortmund played that badly. <laughs> it's kind of weird to see them fall so far off after a relatively promising start to the season. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And another good win at home for Minnesota, who with the Eagles. Mm, not so secure now in yeah. uh, in getting their wins. Mm-hmm. It's a good chance for them to try and wrap up that first seed. Yeah, that would make a massive difference to them. Uh, obviously, they're playing indoors, so they don't have the major, major advantage someone like the Patriots have playing mm-hmm. outdoors in the snow and cold. But yeah, it's um, you know that that uh, the atmosphere there is is just incredible from all the videos I watch and yeah, just pretty the noise. Intimidating. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So uh, that would be big for them. Obviously, the buy as well. Yes. Let's move on then. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Washington, uh, D.C., mm-hmm. where the Redskins were hosting the Arizona Cardinals and the home team got the win, 20 points to 15. Uh, Kirk Cousins, 196 yards only, but two touchdowns, zero interceptions, uh, against Blaine Gabbert's 189 yards, zero touchdowns and one interception. Yep. And five sacks for 44 yards as well. So the Redskins were tackling they were Blaine indeed. Gabbert with yep. a vengeance. Yep. Um. Yeah, Gabbert ended up fumbling three times. He lost one of those fumbles. Yeah, it's a shame for Gabbert. He um, this is the first one I can say he actually didn't have a bad. Uh, sorry, he had a bad game. Yeah. Um, but he was under duress the whole. Yeah. You know, from start to finish. So I kind of, I kind of feel for him again. He's um, I think he's actually done relatively well since he's come in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the uh, the Redskins are all over, as you said. The the biggest beneficiary was Anthony Lanier, the second. He had two sacks, three passes deflected, one forced fumble. That's the second year at defensive end from Alabama A&M. He is six foot six, King, and 286 pounds. No wonder he's getting through to uh, yeah. Cabot on that one. Yeah, 
He sounds like every lineman that the uh, 49ers <laughs> have drafted in the last three. <laughs> yes. Kerwin Williams only got 61 yards uh, on the game. Mm-hmm. Jamison Crowder on the other side got himself a touchdown. So that's nice to see. Larry Fitzgerald held to just 12 yards. Yeah, that's the thing. They've only they've got a severe lack of talent offensively. Yeah, he's the one out uh, with Johnson out, and uh, yeah, when you can uh, when you can hold Fitz, it's uh, yeah, it does make a massive difference. Yeah, Arizona went zero for six in red zone trips and four for nineteen on third down conversions. So that means now that Phil Dawson, who got all of the points for mm-hmm. Arizona in this game, all fifteen points, he scored the Cards' last thirty points. Going back to the start of December against the Rams. Wow, that's not good. No. <laughs> that's really not good. No. The only good thing for the Cards really was that Chandler Jones got his 15th sack of the season. He now leads the NFL in sacks this season. Yeah, he's been great. He's been great. He consistently had over 10 for the Patriots, but he, was, uh, he wasn't always a pass rusher there. He would also drop back into coverage. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, now he's the guy, especially with Calais Campbell moving on. Yeah, it's um yeah he's really come into his own and, and sort of showed he's one of the elite pass rushers in the league. So, no good for him, good for him. Shame his brother keeps getting popped for steroids. But other than that, <laughs> it's been a good year for him. Another good bit of news for Washington was that Capri Bibbs uh, got fifty three scrimmage yards and a receiving touchdown. He was on the practice squad. Another one of those practice squad I was guys. Say, just come no in one and... knows who this dude is, and I like no. the fact they're sharing the wealth there with the Redskins and especially throwing it to Crowder because mm-hmm. he's been fantastic. Real sort of electrifying player to watch the last couple of seasons but yep. yeah this Bibbs guy come out of nowhere yeah well come out of the patch squad come come to you. <laughs> yes um, both of those teams are 6-8 and eight mm-hmm. and uh, not going into the postseason no but I think the Redskins deserve to be better actually than that they've had mm. a tough they got you know you look at their, even just their division Cowboys are strong especially when completely fit um, yeah. and not suspended yeah, and uh, Wentz. Uh, sorry, Wentz. The uh, <laughs> the Eagles with Wentz were a, a, a nightmare for everything. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel for the Redskins. Actually, they've uh, yeah, they're not the real... not the year, is it for them? They're kind no, of they eight and eight well. team. They, play, they so... play well and they've been in every game. They, yeah. they, you know, I I don't think this is a whole Izzy on the uh, hot seat. Mm-hmm. I think Gruden's actually coached a really you know they're they're well coached team that that plays aggressive and and stays in games. It's just. Unfortunately, they've not had the rub of the grain. Yeah, so. definitely aggressive in this game. Mm-hmm. Let's move on then. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to an AFC East matchup. Yep. That's the Buffalo Bills hosting the Miami Dolphins. Yep. After the Dolphins just took a, a shock win over the Patriots last week. Indeed. But it was Buffalo who got the win, 24 points to 16. Uh, and okay, you've got to look at Jay Cutler. He fumbled four times in this game. <laughs> um, 274 passing yards, zero touchdowns, three interceptions, as well as those four fumbles. <laughs> Uh, and three sacks of 25 yards a QBR of 25.1 yeah yeah he, well he was the reason they lost <laughs> yeah. let's be honest you look at you look at some of the weapons yeah he had 274 yards passing but mm-hmm. Kenyon Drake 78 yards and a touchdown long of 30 yards as well so you know he had one breakout play yeah I say 100 but it's actually 99 yards for Jarvis Landry Devontae yes. Parker 89 yards they had players making plays mm-hmm. just unfortunately had a quarterback who who wants to potentially turn the ball over seven times in one game it's just yes yeah yeah <laughs> ridiculous so Sharice Wright Tredavious so Sharice Wright Tredavious White and Jordan Poyer mm. had the three interceptions for uh, for Buffalo yep 
So well done to them. White's had a good rookie season. Yeah, very good season, uh, despite Gronk trying to take him out. Mm-hmm. Um, LeSean McCoy, better talk about him because we have to when we're talking about Buffalo yep. rather than Tyrod, really. Uh, 96 scrimmage yards, one rushing touchdown, one receiving touchdown. Yep. And McCoy is now the 30th player ever to reach 10,000 career rushing yards. What? 30th, do you say? Yes. Okay. 30th ever to reach 10,000 career rushing yards. That's good, I think. I don't know. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good to hit a 10,000 marker. I suppose 30 evers, just, yeah, that's quite an elite. What are you talking about when, in the old days when they didn't used to pass the ball too much? It was all running. Yeah, no, I agree. Actually, I'm just sort of like contemplating that. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's a pretty impressive feat. Yeah. And he doesn't, it's not like he's slowing down. It's not like Frank Gore where occasionally. Limped bust, over the line, yeah. He'll occasionally bust out a play, but like um, McCoy's still in his prime, but based on performances this year. And also, it's a bit like AP when he was in, um, in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows you're going to be handing it off. Yep. And he's still putting the yards up. Yeah. I so. Agree. Well done to LaShawn McCoy. Just want to also shout out uh, rookie defensive end Cap Cappy mm-hmm. from Akron. Uh, he got a sack for Buffalo. Oh. Great name. He is. Cap and Cappy. what a place to come from. There's some, <laughs> there's some uh, real, I believe Steph Curry's from, I think, is he? oh, no he's not, sorry, I'm talking complete rubbish. <laughs> the obvious one's LeBron James, who's from Akron. Right. Yeah, that'll do. And uh, well, him and Cap Cappy, so they'll both be on the on the sign. Yeah, e- 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 equally superstar. <laughs> yeah. Cap- One's got Cappy a better name, and LeBron James. Yeah. <laughs> so that win for the Bills gives them a six and two home record. That's the best for them since nineteen ninety nine. That's that's good. Well done, Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else says that. Well done. Mm, yeah. yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. Let's, Let's move on then. Let's. Let's go to New York where the Giants played the Eagles. Mm-hmm. And actually, it wasn't as much of a blowout as you thought it was, but the Eagles still got the win, 34 points to 29. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had Nick Foles, of course, stepping in for the now completely injured Carson Wentz for the season. Uh, Nick Foles did 237 yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. That's a Carson Wentz stat line. That is. Uh, yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. Nelson Aguilar, Zach Ertz, Ocean Jeffrey, and Trey Burton got the touchdowns there so he's spreading that love around he was yeah um, Jay Ajayi with 89 scrimmage yards as well he was doing well yeah he looks like a, a nice addition for them yeah but like I said it was quite close mm. the Giants uh, stayed in this game Eli Manning his second game back after being benched three touchdowns and one interception 434 passing yards in the end um, Sterling Shepard did 139 yards and a uh, touchdown Evan Ingram, 87 yards. Roger Lewis, 74 yards. But Tavares King got two touchdowns and 70 yards as well. Yeah. So there's a lot of people uh, getting was. a lot of balls on this game. Yeah, no, definitely. I um, Yeah, I agree. It's um, It was... Uh, no, it was an exciting game, to be fair. Both mm. both teams... Both teams going at it. And, um, and yeah, it was... The, the unfortunate thing was the Eagles have enough weapons that they can sort of spread the love whereas yeah. you look at the Giants and Shepard had a big game and Evan Ingram had a good game mm. well King had the touchdowns so it, yeah but King was open yeah, yeah but it just I don't know I just think that they had more that was the difference at the end Wayne Gorman had 79 scrimmage yards I, I think it was really down to the special teams and you look at Eagles and what they did mm-hmm. they blocked three kicks in this game oh, yeah that's ridiculous the last time a team did that was the Bills versus the Patriots in 1991 there's been a long time since step, special teams stepped up and, and blocked three different kicks. Yeah, no, that's amazing. Including an extra point, I think. 
one, one of them. Uh, yeah. Ronald Darby got the very good interception for Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, completely read the route and Eli Manning will throw you an interception or two. Yeah, in that game. was that was really well played. Um, that was an excellent play. I think Foles actually got, despite his stat line being impressive, I think he actually got rescued a couple of times by good catches. Mm-hmm. Especially the one in the end zone which, which led to Aguilar's touchdown. Yeah. Um, that deserved to be intercepted, frankly. He just wanted the <laughs> ball more. So. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Foles wasn't expecting to play at all this year, so for him to come in and throw four, he did a good four job. touchdowns and no interceptions, I'm not. I'm nitpicking. I'm not <laughs> saying he had a bad game at all, but I do, I do think that was sort of his stat line was was rescued. But um, I yeah, think that's an impressive the, the... win, real impressive win. Because when you lose your star player, yeah, teams can have a tendency to drop off and feel sorry for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, the Eagles teams clearly, you know, cut from a different cloth, and they. Uh, they use that as motivation. Yeah. To beat a team that, frankly, the, the Giants had one of the best games I've seen all, all season. Yeah. Um, and to beat them as well, with, especially with the the experience they've got in the postseason and all those things. So yeah. It's, you know, they, they, they've they got the caliber to beat you, the Giants. They just unfortunately have had a bad season. They have. Mm-hmm. That was, well, I, I don't know. Is, have we seen peak Foles there? Because I don't, can't remember a better game for Nick Foles in his career. He was 8-0 and at one point, wasn't he? he yeah, he, but he was doing about four touchdowns and yeah. no interceptions. Yeah, and that, yeah. You know, so I think that that's the ceiling you've got for Nick mm-hmm. Foles. Um, definitely more of a pocket passer. He's not going to run or scramble it like uh, Wentz was doing. But that's why he's a backup quarterback. So as long as he gives you four touchdowns a game, should be all right. And let's move on. If you're all right, we should move on. Kim? Yes, of course. Yep. Sorry, yep. <laughs> just check in you look like you were deep in thought then no 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 thought okay. no thought, no thought. <laughs> I want to go to New Orleans mm-hmm. uh, where another New York team put up a good fight but it was the home team New Orleans Saints that won 31 points to 19 mm-hmm. uh, Drew Brees 285 yards which is low for him two touchdowns one interception uh, Bryce Petty finally getting a start yes 179 yards one touchdown two interceptions but one of those interceptions was knocked off from a, a missed catch, basically. Yes. So it wasn't a bad throw. No. Um, can we talk about Bryce Petty quickly? I mean, don't, what do you reckon from watching the game? Um, did, you, did you enjoy watching Bryce? I think I'm warped by the fact that I watched him at Baylor. Okay. So I so Bryce Petty replaced RG3 at Baylor. Yeah. But I never thought he was a starting quarterback then. Okay. Right. So I think my immediate reaction is I don't think he's a starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. He made a couple of good plays. He's got the arm strength. That's that's undeniable. Yeah. He's got the physical traits. He's what six seven? I think he is. He's absolutely massive. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he's he's a, a better than average athlete. Um, I just yeah. I I unfortunately I don't see any longevity him being a starting quarterback. It's a shame. I thought saw some really good stuff from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was able to step up in the pocket. He was mm-hmm. able to move around. Like I said, he's got a cannon for an arm. Yep. He threw a huge ball down to Elijah Maguire, who ended up with 72 scrimmage yards and one receiving touchdown. Mm-hmm. I, I thought he played really well. I thought he had a good game. I thought he had a good game. I just don't think he's a star. And they obviously, they as a as a team, do not think that either. Because I think a well, year, no. two years after, they take Christian Hackenberg, Hackenberg in the second yeah. round. That doesn't scream to me that you're invested in this guy and you think that, yeah, right, he needs to understand blitz packages he needs to be able to read defences he needs to understand the verbiage he needs to be able to call all the balls you know we'll give him some time if you're investing a second round pick in a quarterback who frankly shouldn't have been a second round pick as well mm-hmm. 
you're not you're clearly not sold on this guy so yeah he had a good but don't get me wrong he had a really good game yeah. <laughs> well. two interceptions yeah. like you say one of them you can scratch but yeah one of them yeah definitely the one for Craig Robertson mm-hmm. it wasn't uh, Bryce Petty's fault Saints also got an interception for Marshall and Lattimore as well mm-hmm. and yeah Lennon Williams also got an interception for the Jets that was where Drew Brees rather than taking a sack just threw it five yards forward and Lennon Williams popped up and grabbed it yeah I don't think you don't expect interior linemen to be as one physically gifted as Lennon Williams is but also mm-hmm. have the wherewithal to grab it and actually try and run it back. Soft hands. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. got soft hands. No, he's a special player, Williams. He is. It's he unfortunate was... he did leave in the third quarter with concussion symptoms. Yeah, it's a shame because he's been fantastic. He made, uh, as we said before, he made Sheldon Richardson sort of uh, no longer required. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it's amazing that the, I think the biggest story is actually the the season, and I think that the fact that the Saints this year, a team that we thought were on their way down, Breeze was aging. Yep. Could and I mean this genuinely have the offensive and defensive rookies of the year. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, let's talk about the uh, usual suspects, shall we? Mm-hmm. So let's go with it. Alvin Kamara, eighty-nine scrimmage yards and one receiving touchdown. Mm-hmm. Mark Ingram, one hundred and fifty-one scrimmage yards and two rushing touchdowns. Yeah, and got over a thousand yards for the season as well. Yeah, yeah. And Michael Thomas, ninety-three yards, uh, nine completions on uh, eleven targets, and a receiving touchdown. Michael Thomas has become the second player with at least 90 receptions in his first two seasons. That's, yeah, amazing. Ever. Do you know who the other player was? No. He managed at least 90 receptions in their first two seasons. Nope. OBJ. OBJ. Uh, mm. Yeah. That's pretty high <laughs> praise, <laughs> yeah. frankly. Yeah. Um, yeah, those two are, are, are special players. Thomas, as well, to get him in the second round is just... You know he's 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 just he was fantastic last year. Um, I paid more attention because I managed to pick him up in fantasy, sort of a couple of weeks into the mm-hmm. into the league. And and obviously when they're on your team, you pay a bit more attention. And, yeah. and he just went about his business last year. Whereas this year, teams are actually tra- starting to game plan against him, and he's still he's still putting up the numbers, still getting the receptions. So I mean, he made four clutch catches in this game. Three yeah. went for first downs, and that one slant touchdown pass as well. Yeah, no, he's been great. Whew. He's been great. Second, yeah, second year man. Wow, he's doing very, very well. He personally didn't do very well with, uh, this game. There was Brandon Coleman, two lost fumbles for the uh, Saints wide receiver. Yeah, kept, uh, kept the Jets in it. He did. Yeah, that's um, that's costly. That's that's the problem with the Saints and and differences. Now they've got real playmakers and and Breeze has elevated his game because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but previous seasons they were still making those bonehead plays, but they just uh, they didn't have the capacity to get back into games. Didn't have the the, uh, the coverage on corner, did they? No, to, oh, absolutely, yeah. They were, they were conceding too many points, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Jordan as well had a great game. Yeah. So it was uh, all round good performance from the Saints. Excellent. Mm-hmm. And let's move on. Mm-hmm. Let's go to one of the hotly contested games of the week was the Carolina Panthers hosting the Aaron Rodgers again led Green Bay Packers and Carolina. Put on a show, 31 points to 24. It was the win for them. Cam Newton, 242 passing yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. Yep. Uh, just one sack for six yards. Uh, Cam also did 58 yards rushing on 14 carries. Yep. Uh, Aaron Rodgers on the other side, 290 yards, three touchdowns, but three interceptions for Aaron. Uh, and there were three sacks for 26 yards uh, loss. He did do 43 yards rushing, so it still was the uh, 
Aaron Rodgers we know. Yeah, he um he looked like the Aaron Rodgers you know. He just kept under yeah. throwing balls. Um, he looked a bit rusty. Um, but still had the poise in the pocket. Got out and uh, you know when he throws them on the run, you always expect them to end up in yeah in uh, his his receivers' hands. Unfortunately, just yeah under threw a couple of balls. Colin so, Jones, well. James Bradbury, and Daryl Worley with the interceptions for Carolina. Indeed. Yep. Yep. Still very good plays, isn't it? Very good plays. Very good plays. McCaffrey looked great. Finally, sort of game planning mm-hmm. with with him in mind, which they needed to do based on you know top ten pick. 136 scrimmage yards and the rushing touchdown. Indeed, Olsen as well looked uh, like he's back 100 percent fit and healthy. <laughs> yes, they needed him, didn't Ooh, they? 116 yards and a touchdown. Yep, and yeah, Damier Bird mm. just uh, yeah two touchdowns on the game, and one of them was because his right cheek was in. That didn't <laughs> that didn't look into me. No. No, his cheek looked in. I think both cheeks were in. No, I don't think. I disagree. I don't think both mm. cheeks were in. I mm. thought he was out. Personally, we had to spend a lot of time looking at Damier's derriere. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we uh, did. Did you hear the um the sort of audio snapshot of uh, Cam Newton and Clay Matthews? Yeah, that was brilliant, wasn't it? Because oh. oh, you've been Clay, watching film. Watch yeah. this. Clay called uh, a wheel route, I think it was, or yeah. something, and he goes, "Oh, you've been watching film. Yeah, watch this." <laughs> and then. Uh, throws the fake wheel route and uh, Christian McCaffrey gets the touchdown so. yeah very good I enjoyed that yeah for once Cam's saying something that was funny genuinely and uh, not getting on anyone's nerves no I, except I, for I, a Packers defender you yeah know. Well, I like that though if you can back it up which he did in that, on the next play so uh, mm-hmm. yeah I have no issue with that yeah it was good to see Randall Cobb uh, wake up again 84 what yards and a, a touchdown a touchdown that was yeah, but where the hell was he for the last oh, six weeks? I don't know. He plays when Aaron Rodgers plays. <laughs> yeah, it looks like Even it. Actually, when he doesn't. And Richard Rodgers, 77 yards and a touchdown. Yep. Let's talk about the other thing then on the game, apart mm-hmm. from uh, what happened after the game. But uh, Devontae Adams. So he had 57 yards and a touchdown in the mm-hmm. game. Playing his normal Devontae mm-hmm. Adams improved self. But it was the crackback block after the interception Yeah. Uh, from Thompson. No, Thomas. Thomas Davis. Sorry, Thomas Davis. Mm-hmm. What do you reckon then, King? <laughs> was, uh... See, I actually didn't see loads of highlights of this. I watched the play. Yeah. And I saw him in the at the end of the play just get spun swipe. around. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was like, oh, because I knew I'd heard that there would there'd been a headshot and a concussion. And d- frankly, it looked like Davis was trying to hold in tears from, yeah. from, from what I heard. I haven't yeah. actually seen this and I haven't watched loads of replays of it. Um, but the fact that he was so upset I think means tells me enough to say he's not that kind of guy I, I don't <laughs> think he is that kind of guy but he yeah. knew that was a bad play mm. um, and he wasn't happy with himself which which I actually quite like to see there was general remorse immediately yeah he even apologised on Twitter as yeah. well but yeah what are your thoughts because you obviously said it more than I have well it's just so such a blatant hit you know mm. it's one of those things where you've, you've got to see it from both sides haven't you you know when there's an interception the the rule that I've heard is you've got to have your head in a swivel because oh, yeah. straight away you are now eligible to be whacked. Mm. So the fact that Devontae Adams didn't really look around at all, he was just kind of watching the the run back from the defender. He wasn't expecting any sort of hit, which is a little bit naive. Yeah. But at the same time, what Thomas Davis did was above and beyond what you're expecting to do. Mm-hmm. He did lead with his helmet. It was helmet helmet contact. Um a blindside defender you know that's the kind of stuff we don't want to see in the game yeah he was suspended for two games after it's mm-hmm. now been reduced to one yeah which is always going to be the case based on all the other suspensions last yeah. few weeks it kind of makes a mockery of mm-hmm. 
trying to how can you weed that out of the, out of the game if you're not going to enforce these kind of penalties yeah I agree uh, what would you like to see five games yeah probably mm-hmm. probably if you if you want to stamp it out you're going to have to come down on that yeah I agree but like you said I don't think Thomas Davis is inherently a dirty player no I don't think he is at all but at the same time I don't think there was any doubt in his mind that he was out there to completely take out Devontae Adams yeah not to injure him no one wants to, I don't think anyone wants to apart from Devontae's perfect no one wants to actually injure someone but I think that he knew exactly what he was doing at the time. He just didn't. He wanted Devontae Adams to jump back up again afterwards. Or, mm. you know. I think that you can absolutely smash a player in those in those instances. And the, and the one I always go back to is the the mic'd up Richard Sherman, where yes. Sherman got bashed yeah. by Larry Fitzgerald, but Fitzgerald went shoulder to chest, cleaned him out. They yeah. both got up and he went, "You got me there, mate." Yeah, <laughs> and you might be winded. You might crack a rib. You don't know, but you're no. not. You're not causing head injuries. <laughs> yeah, there are yeah. ways for you to be physical, and you know, put your stamp on the game. But yeah, just don't. Don't when you're going for people's heads, and it's obvious you're going for people's heads. It's not the first time this season that Devontae Adams been whacked in the in the noggin. No, no, and that's what we don't want to see. But, no, um, yeah, interesting. Interesting, but and no, I think Davis dealt with it. One thing I will say, he dealt with it incredibly well yeah. following the incident. Yeah. Um, the other thing was then that Aaron Rodgers now been shut down for the season, mm-hmm. so they played his game three three interceptions. Mm-hmm. Obviously, was getting hit against mm-hmm. one of the premier defenses in the league. Yep. And so now Mike McCarthy shut him down again for the rest yep. of the season. I think that's a good idea. Is that a conceding defeat then for the, the pl- any chance of the playoffs? Uh, they're seven and seven now, aren't they? So they are seven and seven. No, there's no chance to playoffs. Okay. Well, it makes sense to uh, put Brett Hundy in the line of fire. Indeed. Might as well. Okay. So let's move on mm-hmm. to the Cleveland Browns. Don't yes. think we'll take, spend too long on this game. Um, well, I, had... I, I, I'll be honest. I haven't actually watched. This is one of the games I haven't watched. There's okay. only two, and this is one of them. Okay. Uh, they had Baltimore come into town, mm-hmm. uh, and Baltimore got the win 27 points to 10. Yep. So, let's just uh, rattle through the stats then quickly. First of all, Joe Flacco, 288 yards, uh, one touchdown, zero interceptions. He had a QBR of 63. Uh, Deshaun Kaiser, not a great game for him. Just 146 passing yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions. He had a QBR of 10. Um, Joe Flacco had a rushing touchdown in the game. Uh, Mike Wallace had 89 yards receiving. Old man Benjamin Watson got another touchdown uh, in this game. And Josh Gordon was held to just under 50 yards on five receptions. It's amazing he's putting up any kind of... Still led his team in receiving. Like, yeah. it's astounding. What a waste of talent. I know I'm glad he's back now, but... <laughs> We've missed three years of this oh guy. Oh my God, he'd have been so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Maybe they've got a couple of wins. Uh, the interceptions came for Eric Weddle and Brandon Carr. Uh, Deshaun, uh, yeah, Deshaun Kaiser and Duke Johnson both had lost fumbles as well. So, one of those defensive tackle Brandon Williams picked up and recovered for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. 340 pounds, Brandon Williams. Good for him. <laughs> I wouldn't have stopped him. <laughs> In you go, mate. In you go. That's that. Uh, just some quick stats then for the runners. Yeah, Javorius Allen and Alex Collins for uh, Baltimore. They did 74 yards and 52 yards scrimmage, uh, respectively. On the other side, Isaiah Crowell had 65 scrimmage yards. Duke Johnson, 63 scrimmage yards and one rushing touchdown. Okay. But uh, all of Cleveland's points came in the second quarter. Uh, nothing after half time. So, 
if you can imagine watching Baltimore and Cleveland punt a lot, mm-hmm. then you've probably got a good idea of what happened in that game, awesome. King. So I don't think you've missed too much. Yeah, I'm glad I missed that one then. And unfortunately, that means the Cleveland Browns are now 0-14. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baltimore at 8-6 and, and still vying for a place in the playoffs. Am I right in thinking that the Browns are going to have two top five picks this year? Ooh. We'll have to check, but yeah, they do have... I'm almost certain, based on how it is at the moment, they've got two picks without any trades yeah. in the top five. Mm. Well, I think they've signed up the number one pick right now. Yeah. Uh, they need it, because they need to take a quarterback. Yes. There'll be no trading this one. No, they better not. <laughs> not again. Well, they didn't trade out for Miles Garrett, but yeah, they... No, but they traded out for two for what would have been Carson Wentz. And Deshaun Watson. That was the That was last year. Yeah, but and the year before it was Carson Wentz. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, two premier quarterbacks they've uh, given sure. up on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they've had a man. They have, they have. Let's move on. I don't want to talk about that game, really. No. You haven't seen it, so no, there's no I point in going on it. about it. I'm not going to watch it now. No. <laughs> Let's go to a really good game for Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a AFC rival Houston Texans come into town, and the Jags put the hurt on 45 points to 7. Mm-hmm. Ow! Blake Bortles, 326 passing yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. He's just getting better and better. I'll be honest, this is the other game I haven't watched. Oh! So, I oh. might actually watch this stuff. I'm, I'm pro- the likelihood is I'm going to end up watching that, because 45 points is always exciting to Yes, watch. it is. So, what did you see, Jim? Tell me, as well as the fans. <laughs> what you saw was a defensive unit that was absolutely hunting down TJ Yates. Okay. Um... Just quickly, TJ had 128 passing yards, one touchdown, only one interception, but uh, he was under duress the entire day. Mm -hmm. Uh, You had two sacks again for Claire's Campbell, one for Dante Fowler, and one for Malik Jackson. Uh, Yeah, this was the biggest halftime lead in the Jags team history. That's amazing. At 31 to nothing. Mm -hmm. They were everywhere, and there was no let up from, uh, from all three phases of the ball, so the defense was hawking. You had um, special teams doing really well, and then you had the uh, the offense going off. I mean, Corey Grant, 69 yards on the ground and a touchdown. Chris Ivory even did uh, 42 yards, and he doesn't do anything this season. No, he doesn't, no. Um, Tommy Bohannon, who's a fullback, I think, uh, two yards and uh, two touchdowns. We're, no, sorry two, sorry, two yards and a touchdown Okay, as well. Um, Keelan Cole, 186 passing uh, reception yards and a touchdown Jaden Mickens as well 61 passing yards and two touchdowns I'm sensing a trend that it was just complete domination for it was yeah it, it was it was crazy the amount of just any time there was a snap chances are the Jacksonville were just getting the better of it mm. no matter what you wanted they just kind of took it yeah so it was great for their fans to see that kind of performance at home um, and against the Houston team that was pretty dangerous at the start of the season yeah um, what you've got to do is, is shut down DeAndre Hopkins as best you can um, you can't completely get rid of him he still had 80 yards and a touchdown but they managed to nullify that threat as much as they could um, yeah and TJ fumbled twice and that's because he was under so much pressure yeah I can't really fault him for that no and the problem they've got now with the, any team playing the Jags is not only have you got one of the most dynamic fronts defensively to yep. deal with you've also got probably I think this year the best one-two combination at cornerback yeah both pro bowlers I believe yeah boy and um, 
and Ramsey are both pro bowlers. Mm-hmm. Like that's and it was Barry Church who got the interception for Jacksonville yeah. in this game. So yeah, and they've got um, is it Sean Gibson mm-hmm. who led the league when he played for the Browns in interceptions? Like yeah. they, they've got so much talent on that defense. Yep. With the likes of of Miles Jack, who would have been a top five pick had he not been injured, Telvin Smith, who's one of our both of our favorite linebackers in the league. Yeah, it's um, it's just a frightening defense at all three yeah. levels. Yeah, um, I don't so want to play him. It's not just pass rush. It's not just pass. I rush. don't want to play him, King, in the playoffs. No. I don't. I don't want the Steelers to face the Jacksonville Jaguars. What typically just as like a blueprint wins playoff games? Defense. Offensively, yeah, defense is <laughs> yeah. one, and the other yeah. one is you can run the ball. Yeah. Leonard Fournette and like I said he wasn't even really playing this game he was actually out for this game mm. so they relied on Corey Grant and Chris Ivory yeah. and they still had TJ Elden in there as well yeah it's um that, that if there's one thing that is, is consistently wins you championships it's being able to run the ball in the postseason take time off the clock and play good defence yeah either creating turnovers or sacks and they, they've got the ability to do both of those things so they yeah I agree I think they're one of the the only thing that they're going to struggle with is the fact that it gets incredibly cold in most of the places that do well yeah and that's why I I, I honestly think that is the biggest thing when it comes to playoff football and that's one of the advantages that the Patriots have got over everyone else that is going to be a, uh, an interesting matchup mm-hmm. in the postseason but uh, yeah great game like I said Jaden Mickens that was his second big game in a row yeah and that's a guy that was sleeping in his car back in August because he was on the practice squad and yeah. hoping to to get a roster spot yeah, that's amazing good for him um, just wanted to say that it was a year ago last Sunday when they fired Bra- uh, Gus Bradley mm-hmm. and had a 3-13 th- and 13 season so to completely turn it around now is uh, yeah that's awesome great news Doug Marone has really turned that team out he has um, okay let's move on we've only got a few games left first of all this is kind of like the shock of the week I think mm-hmm. it was for me anyway where the LA Rams went to Seattle <laughs> And they won 42 points to 7, yeah, King. that was a demolition. Jesus. Jesus. Mm. Russell Wilson, 142 yards, one touchdown. No interceptions. Jared Goff, 120 yards, so even less. Two touchdowns, one interception. Yep. But Russell Wilson was sacked seven times in this game. Yeah, by who, I, who would be my pick for the Defensive Player of the Year. Aaron Donald. He is unblockable. <laughs> yeah. He is unblockable. Yeah, yeah. He, I know he feasts every game he plays against Seahawks. Mm-hmm. It was quite interesting actually. I can't remember what I was listening to um, something this week, and they were saying about the Rams always used to do well against the Seahawks because they've got one of the worst offensive lines, and Aaron Donald yeah. used to destroy them. And yeah. Aaron Donald literally is good enough to be to make a bad team beat a good team. He'll be the difference. Mm-hmm. The problem is now the Rams aren't a bad team. No, so it's now the difference between. A good team losing to a being absolutely demolished by a good team with one of the best players in the league. Mm-hmm. He's frighteningly good. I hope he wins because they're now top five in defense this year in all categories. And Donald, even when other people were sacking people, it's because Donald's broken through. Well, yeah, Robert Quinn got two sacks for LA in this game. Yeah, but it didn't look like Quinn was going to get him. It looked like if Quinn hadn't have jumped in front of Donald, he would have got those as well. It was just. Or you're, you're avoiding Donald and you run straight into Quinn. Yeah, absolutely. So, it's um, yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, the Seattle managed just 149 yards of total offense mm. in the game at home. Mm-hmm. That is unheard of. Um, Russell Wilson lost one of two fumbles. Tanner McAvoy lost another fumble for Seattle. Um, it was really down to one player, Todd Gurley. 
180 scrimmage yards, three rushing touchdowns and one receiving touchdown. Yep. Yep. I agree. Gurley had a fantastic year. Is Gurley an MVP cat candidate? No. Okay. Not quite. Okay. <laughs> He's the best offensive player on what is inevitably going to be a playoff team. Yeah, he is, yeah. Aaron Donald, do you think he's defensive player of the year? Uh, yeah, quite possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, him or Claire Campbell, I think at the moment mm-hmm. would be my two. Yeah, I'd agree. But uh, yeah, not not a good game for Seattle. Let's just go back. Luke Wilson got their touchdown. Robert Woods got the touchdown in the air for for LA. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Wilholt intercepted Goff. But this was Pete Carroll's biggest loss as the Seahawks head coach. And the 34 to nothing halftime score was the largest road lead in Rams history. If you think about some of the Rams teams. Yeah. Buffalo 2001 or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. This was their biggest halftime lead. Yeah, that's pretty impressive, actually. On the road. Great show on turf with two potential Hall of Fame receivers and already Hall of Fame Running court, back court as pack. well. Yes, Marshall, Marshall Falk. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty impressive to be fair. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, bad luck, Seattle. <laughs> You've gone to eight and six. LA go to ten and four. Um, what do we think now for Seattle? Is that that's a real big hammer blow to their their postseason hopes? Isn't yeah, it? Yeah, the injuries have have completely dismantled their yeah. defense and um, got I think arguably the worst offensive line in football. So <laughs> okay. yeah, they're not going to win many games. I don't think. All right, three games left. Mm-hmm. We don't have to talk about one of them if you don't want to. It was just um, New England versus Pittsburgh. So we could go on to Tennessee versus San Francisco. Yeah. You're going to let me do it? No, we're going to talk about that as well. Just, oh. You can do it in whatever order you want. Oh, damn. I was like, okay, let's get out of the way then. So, New England against Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. New England won the game 27 points to 24. Uh, Tom Brady, 298 your passing yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, 281 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rob Gronkowski did 168 yards. Yeah, he demolished you in the second half. It was that final drive for the Patriots where you're just screaming at the TV screen, why aren't you double covering this guy? Mm. I I almost wouldn't care if they started running it, as long as you take out Gronk from the game. Before the game, that's all everyone talks about is, oh, Bill Belichick will take away your biggest weapon, which is for the Steelers, Antonio Brown. Mm -hmm. So why didn't the Steelers go, we're going to take out your biggest weapon, which is clearly Gronk by double-teaming him, yeah, you, we'll have a cover corner on him and a safety. Yeah, you didn't. You had a linebacker. Um, yeah, Sean Davis on him the whole time. Yeah, I. you did that on purpose, though. So it was what was really interesting is I think this is the first time Brady's thrown a pick against you guys in 12 years. Yeah, it is, yeah. It's also... You guys get to... Sm- de- Honestly, I'm, I'm not being funny, and I, I know I like to... I actually quite. I actually really like Pittsburgh. I just like bashing them because you're a fan. <laughs> I know and you, you get yeah, a bit yeah, emotional. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, but he... Um, you, he they one thing I will say, and this is just fact. This isn't me bashing them. He destroys you every time you play against Brady. Yeah, I know. He smashes you, and you guys completely changed the way you schemed against him this time. You used to only rush three. You rushed four this time, and you actually yeah. got home a few times. Yeah. You hardly ever play man. You mainly play a zonal defense. Yeah. Almost constantly against everyone, but especially against Brady. Mm-hmm. And you always play too deep, so you don't get burnt over the top. This time yeah. you're playing man coverage. You're playing like single high safety you completely changed the scheme and the way you approach this game and it worked but the problem was it meant that you were marking um, or, you know you were covering Gronk man 
all the way through the game and you yeah. didn't then have the ability to change that and he just torched you but it did show me that you can cause issues for that offence that Patriots offence yeah well so it was Miami the, that showed us the, the way because yeah. they, they rushed four in the last <clears> game but they didn't have Gronk so they were able to get to him and there was yeah. no outlet valve yeah, yeah. for him yeah and you stifled Gronk to be fair uh, who was the guy Davis you say marking. yeah Sean Davis did nice Davis. the marking he did a he did a good job for three quarters um, yeah. and and that's actually something to be said Gronk's one of the be- if he'd been healthy his whole career I genuinely think he'd be known as one of the best if not the best tight end that's ever he played he already again. is kind of, isn't he yeah but it's um, so that's no small feat so I think Davis had a good game but yeah he you um, I thought that was really positive actually from a Steelers perspective oh yeah I would take a lot of positives out of the mm-hmm. game and also we had Joe Hayden almost back from an injury but he just that was ho- hopefully he's back this week okay but uh, he would have been a big help as well. Yeah, definitely. Because he's um, he's, he's quite he's not a small he's not massive, but he's not a small corner. No. Um, and he's phys- he's quite physical as well. So he'd have been someone you could have matched up with Gronk, which would have been interesting. That'd have been good to see actually. Yeah. Um, very good cover corner as well, and Matt, especially man, mm-hmm. one of the better press cover corners in the league. Yeah. Um, so that would have made a difference. But and and, and Brown not going out with an injury. Yes. So yeah, AB did go out with a calf contusion. I said it was a calf bruise originally, but it's a contusion. Um, they don't think it's going to take him out for the entire season, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it's obviously worrying. Uh, let's just have a quick look at the other other people. We've got some points up then. So Brandon Cooks, four receptions, 60 yards and a touchdown. Yep. Juju Smith-Schuster, 114 yards, got us in the position to win the game. Uh, Martavis Bryant had a good game, especially when Antonio Brown went down. Martavis stepped up. Four catches, 59 yards and a touchdown, including the one-handed catch yep. um, in the end zone. That was brilliant. Uh, and Eli Rogers, 18 yards and a touchdown on a, a post play. Mm-hmm. Good game again for Eli. You know, it, I don't want to talk too much about the end of the game. Everyone's seen the end of the game. You know what happened. Was it a catch? It was, it was a mess. Oh, <laughs> oh, God, no, not about Jesse James. <laughs> I'm completely slanted and biased. So, yeah, of course it was a catch. You can't catch a ball and then turn to try and put it over the line. Mm-hmm. Um, and not have control of the ball at that point. I was. Is it me? Am I remembering this play correctly? His bum was already down though. I know he hadn't been touched. He landed forwards. Yeah. So as he hit the ground, the ball rolled in his hand. Yes, but his bum had touched the floor. I know he hadn't been touched, so he still could have got up and carried on running. But it's one of them ones where if anyone would have touched him on the floor, he'd have been down at the one yard line. And yeah. He'd have first and goal from the one. Yeah, that's what I thought they might give if they weren't going to give the touchdown. Yeah. I think that's what the Steelers bench were thinking. They were going to get first and down from the one. I um I I think it's to, I think it catches if the ball doesn't hit the floor. But yeah, I mean it was, it was, I, he I just, had touching. He was touching the ball the whole time. It wasn't like he juggled mm-hmm. it. It was it was touching his body the whole time. Yeah. But they're saying it wasn't in control. You, what we now know must be a catch is that it cannot move at all. Mm. There can be absolutely no movement for that ball. No, I I no, I disagree with it. It's, it's what I think's. It's not realistic for a lot of balls. But, I actually uh, got um heard something from PFF this week where they said or last week sorry um, no it was this week sorry and they um, they said about any time you grab the ball you have two hands on it one hand on it whatever but the mm-hmm. ball hasn't touched the floor if someone then knocks it out it should be a fumble so a catch is what we remember a catch being when you play with your mates yeah once it's touched your hands it's a catch or it's, it's a not catch, a catch yeah. Yeah. if it's not hit the deck it's um, it's that's a live ball yeah how exciting would that be mm. everything so all those like one foot down catches oh, hit across the middle then all of a sudden that's a fumble that's a live ball mm-hmm. amazing 
Yeah. You'd have turnovers left, right, and center, which changes games. So all of a sudden, then the momentum can shift completely. Yeah. I just think that's how they should do it. I think it's amazing. I, I don't think, think you're awesome. wrong. I think, I think you're awesome. Wrong. Turnovers go through the roof, though. Yeah. But I wasn't happy with what we schemed while they were waiting because they took a long time deciding that wasn't a touchdown but you could tell it wasn't going to be as soon as I saw the replay yeah. and I saw a bubble I went that's so going to be an incomplete I was luck. hoping they would be on the sideline planning up like two or three plays in a row yep, yep. and, and they put themselves know. in a position where even it's, it was always saying when Tony Romo is telling you what's going to happen next mm. he, he obviously predicted the two point conversion to Gronk was an outfade mm-hmm. which it obviously was mm-hmm. and then he said you've got to do an outfade because at the very least you're going to have to then stop the clock and kick a field goal to take overtime Mm-hmm. but they didn't they just lined up no one was ready no. and it was only because Eli Rogers ran inside mm-hmm. and no one else ran the other way it should have been a mesh play where did, did you see Je- I think it was Jesse James on the right hand side completely uncovered all yeah. you have had to do is just toss it well, out sideways you know it's a pressure situation the, no, the for clock sure. hasn't stopped for sure. and a great play Frank and one thing that, that hasn't I haven't actually heard said is it was a great play from the Patriots cornerback made a brilliant play across the front tipped it to his player who then immediately knelt down and the game was up. But he was throwing into such a small window. For sure. It's not a high percentage throw. So. No, but a good play. We played it, yeah. Oh my God. He played it. Oh my God. What do you want me to say? Just, like, it was a good play. The it was a good play. a good play. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> it was Deron Harmon who actually then grabbed the ball after the, the pick. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just quickly say then, Le'Veon Bell had a good game still. 165 scrimmage yards and a rushing touchdown. Yep. Dion Lewis, 80 scrimmage yards and a rushing touchdown. Rex Burkhead, 17 scrimmage yards and a rushing touchdown. Um, but Rex Burkhead sustained a knee injury. They think he's going to be back for the playoffs. Okay. Um, there were sacks for Bud Dupree, Cam Hayward, and Lawrence Guy. Half sacks for Trey Flowers and Dietrich Wise. And um, James Connor, the second running back for the Steelers, has gone on to IR with a knee injury. Oh, nasty. Yeah, that was not what great. What story he is, if you haven't read it already, read it. Go read up James Connor. For sure. But really exciting game. Went just the wrong side of the cigarette paper for the Steelers this time. But um, it was definitely encouraging the fact that we didn't completely capitulate in defense. And we did play man coverage. And we did rush four. And it shows that they can be beaten. It shows that the Steelers, uh, the Patriots can get get got. Yep, I agree. Just some bad play calling at the end. And uh, a dubious call. Let's call it that. <laughs> Let's leave it there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And let's move on then to the Tennessee Titans against the San Francisco 49ers. Just two games left uh, where San Francisco got their third win in a row and uh, unbeaten with Jimmy Jimmy G throwing that ball. Yep. 25 to 23 was the final score. Mm-hmm. Robbie Gould made six of six field goals. He's made his last 20 field goals. That's pretty impressive. That's a wide old veteran. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo did 381 yards passing with one touchdown, zero interceptions. Marcus Mariota, 241 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Uh, so not a bad game for Marcus. No, he had Stats a good game. wise, anyway. He had a good game. Marcus Mariota had a very good game. Yeah, well... Not as good as Jimmy G, but he had a good game. No, Richard Matthews did 95 yards and a touchdown. Delaney Walker caught the other one. Um, and Eric Decker did 63 yards. But uh, it's been Marquis Goodwin that's had a really good uh, season now that Jimmy's thrown him in the ball. Mm-hmm. Another 114 yards. So he's breaking that 100-yard a game every time, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Garrett Selleck got the touchdown for for San Fran. Other than that, it was actually not a bad performance by the San Fran defense. They managed to hold what Tennessee do, which is running the ball. Mm-hmm. DeMarco Murray only did 63 yards. Derek Henry, 28 yards. Yeah, Buckner got a sack. 
yeah. putting pressure on Mariota. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was yeah. a good game. The Titans got to Jimmy G as well. There were sacks for Wesley Woodyard, Avery Williamson, and Jayon Brown. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's got a bit of ice in his veins, hasn't he? Did you see the sound effects? I have watched that sound effects. That final drive. He's a leader. Yes. He is a leader. And he has traits. The way he talks, he talks like Brady. Yes. You can tell that he's been 100%. watching and listening. 100%. Yeah. And, that's, and that is a really good thing. Mm, for the 49ers, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not so much for the Patriots, but no. for the 49ers, that is amazing. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, we said we had they had to play him to see a sample size. Yeah. Have we I seen it now? I think we've seen that sample do you think, size. Do you think you're happy with that now, King? Are you happy we, with what he's done? I think we're seeing a $100 million quarterback now. Yeah. If he just had some more weapons to throw to. That's what they need. 100%. A better running back than Carlos Hyde. Mm-hmm. No offence, Carlos, but 39 scrimmage yards on this game. Um, yeah, if you get a Saquon Barkley or a Bryce Love in there. Yep. <laughs> get a receiver. Yeah, get a couple of receivers. Well, get a receiver, maybe another tight end. Yep, I agree. I agree. With all the- everything you're saying, that's what they need. Thank you. <laughs> 100%. Unlucky for, uh, for Tennessee, but they've been playing really bad last few weeks. They have. They have. Walker's been the bright spot for that team. Yes. Tennessee now four and ten and trying to get away from the uh, the number two spot. <laughs> yeah, don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but they've got so many draft picks in hand, haven't they? That mm-hmm. they can still move up if they want to. Yeah, I, indeed, indeed. The Monday night game, King. If you don't want to say anything else about that one, no, I'm good. Okay, the Monday night game where the Oakland Raiders hosting the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas's last game without Ezekiel Elliott, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a Dan Bailey field goal was the difference in the game. Dallas won twenty points to seventeen on the road. Derek Carr, 171 yards passing and two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Dak Prescott, 212 yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions. But they got the win, so I guess he doesn't care too much. Dak did run in the touchdown, 32 yards he did on six carries. Um, Marshall Lynch had a 76-yard game. Mm -hmm. It's not bad for him. Yeah, it's good for him so far this year. Uh, Alfred Morris held to just 61 yards. Not great. Uh, But Rod Smith... After a, a huge game mm-hmm. last week, he had 34 scrimmage yards, but he did get a rushing touchdown. So that's important. Yes. Uh, the two touchdowns for Oakland came from Michael Crabtree. So it's nice to see him back and uh, and getting some points. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you want to say anything about this game, really. Not really. Do you know what? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Not really. But how about how about Derek Carr diving in the end zone, uh, but lost possession of the football though for a touchback? He'd lost. That's the second time we've seen that this season. Yeah, but he'd lost it like way before. I know it's yeah, way yeah. before, but he was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's I've not, never seen he's this not happen. quite as big as Cam Newton, from, is he? So from never seeing this happen in the league before. Yeah. There's been th- at least three instances where this has happened this season. Well, the Bears did it. Yeah. Which this risky. is the. Th- I'm sure this is the third instance I've seen so far this season. Okay. Mental. Yeah. Mental. Uh, yeah, but he did genuinely just throw, actually throw the ball <laughs> <laughs> in midair, which was quite funny. It was it must have been a pretty frustrating day for Oakland. I mean, you had Jared Cook had a touchdown wiped out at the end of the first half mm-hmm. for offensive pass interference. Um, yeah, two sacks for Khalil Mack. Sean Smith with two interceptions mm-hmm. for Oakland. If you'd have told me all those things, I'd have thought Raiders won. Yeah. And uh, also bad news for Dallas was that lef- uh, left tackle Tyron Smith left in the second half with a knee injury. Uh, he does that a lot. He does. And they need him healthy. Uh Derek Carr has 100 touchdown passes now in his first four years. Only four other quarterbacks have managed this. You know I'm going to ask you now? Matt Stafford? Nope. In their first... In the first four years, 
to get to 100 touchdown passes? Peyton? Yes. Favre? No. Oh, no, he didn't play in his first couple of No. Peyton won't be, won't be Brady, will it? No. No. The first four years? Yes. I would have for sure said Stafford. No. So Pey- I can't believe that Derek Carr's got to this, actually. Peyton is the only one I can think of. Yeah. Who's the one I always uh, always tell you and you always go, oh, yeah. Don't know. Quarterback for the Dolphins. Oh, Dan Marino. <laughs> Obviously. You always forget Dan Marino. Well, in his rookie year. Oh, no. um, <laughs> Dan Marino. Dan Marino, yeah. Obviously. Okay. I can't think. These are two uh, present quarterbacks now. Yeah, they would be. Philip mm. Rivers, maybe? No. One's been on IR for a couple of years now. Oh, I've got no idea. Andrew Luck? Andrew, obviously Andrew Luck. What an idiot. <laughs> and what the Scrambler. It? Yeah. Scrambler in Seattle. Oh, Russell Wilson. Yeah. That's shocking. I can't believe he's thrown that many touchdowns. Well, there you go. I didn't think he threw that many. Well, he has. So. <laughs> okay. Stats don't lie. Stats no, don't. don't lie. They don't. But, uh, yeah, good win for Dallas. They needed that. Yeah, and I'm, I'm glad we strung out that name the four quarterback segment. I'm sure the fans loved it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So Dallas now eight and six. Oakland six and eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And they get Ezekiel back. So you know, yeah. all's well that ends well. Yeah, I just dropped him on fantasy. I didn't realise he was playing this season. <laughs> there you go. Anything else you want to say about those games, King? Or should we take a break? New. No, yeah, let's take a break. Excellent. Let's come back for part two. Welcome back, everyone, to part two of the Jim and the King NFL podcast. This was the Week 15 recap show. Indeed. And we have just recapped that Week 15. We have. We've done our job. So, before we uh, do the picks then for Week 16, King, Yep. I just need to go through Jim's picks for Week 15. Okay, how did Jim course, do? Oh, Jim did all right, actually. On the 16 games, I got 12 right. Wow. Do you feel empowered now? I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was difficult. <laughs> <laughs> The ones, we have to talk about the ones I got wrong. So, of course, it was the Broncos Colts, which Mm -hmm. was a 50-50. I didn't want to pick that game. No. Uh, Dolphins Bills. I didn't think Tyrod was going to play. No. If I knew Tyrod was playing, I probably would have gone for the Bills. Uh, Rams Seahawks. Well, just complete shocker. Yeah. And Pat Steelers. I was a a Jesse James hold away from winning that game. So, yeah. It's close. Mm It's close. I picked all the others, including the 49ers and Panthers. And yeah, I'm quite happy with those picks. Yeah. Well done, man. Thanks. Well Congrats. <laughs> but let's get back to the professionals doing it. Let's. So it's your turn, King. Yep. And we do have another challenger. Okay. This is uh, Nicole. Is challenging this okay. week. Okay. Okay. Yeah, dolphin fan. Dolphin fan, Nicole. Yep. Yeah. So just uh, throwing that one out there. Mm-hmm. So let's start then. There are two games on Saturday. Yep. First of all, Indianapolis Colts mm-hmm. at Baltimore Ravens. Ravens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nikki's gone for the Ravens as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you've got the, oh, this is going to be gone. NFC North, Minnesota Vikings at the Hundley Packers. Vikings. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nicole's gone for the Packers. Interesting. Ooh. Interesting. Like you always say, you know, Minnesota have given up their cold weather reputation, haven't they? They have, yeah. So you're playing in Green Bay. Yep. Okay, okay. So we've got a difference there. Mm-hmm. So on to Sunday. Yep. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yep. At Carolina Panthers, NFC South Panthers. Divisional. Panthers? Mm-hmm. 
Nicole's gone for Panthers as well. Yep. That makes sense. That does make sense. Cleveland Browns. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to play the Chicago Bears. Oh, God. Eesh. Bears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. Nicole's also gone for the Bears. Yep. But if they if the Browns don't win that one, the next game is against Pittsburgh, and that's then sixteen and 0 Owen sixteen. I think they'll be Owen sixteen then this year. Yeah, Ooh, and that parade's fully on. <laughs> uh, okay, Detroit Lions mm-hmm. at Cincinnati Bengals. Lions. Sure. Trust that secondary. Yep. Yep. So does Nicole. Mm-hmm. Miami Dolphins. That's yep. her team at Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs. You're very quick on saying Chiefs. Chiefs. Oh, Nicole's gone for the Dolphins. Wow. I She's like that. Back to team. Much love. Exactly. Much love for that. Nicole. Yeah. Good for you. Next up, mm-hmm. AFC East matchup. The Buffalo Bills at New England Patriots. Buffalo Bills at Patriots. Patriots. It's kind of open you say Bills. No. Seeing as though you love them so much. Mm. All right. <laughs> Nicole's also gone for the Patriots. Okay. NFC South again. Atlanta Falcons at New Orleans Saints. Falcons at Saints. Yes. Two dome teams. Saints at home. Saints at home. Mm-hmm. That's what Nicole says. Ooh. LA Chargers. Yep. At New York Jets. Chargers. You're very confident on these picks. I am. I feel good about this week. Okay. Nicole's also gone for the Chargers. Then you've got the LA Rams. Yep. At Tennessee Titans. Rams. <laughs> She's gone for the Rams as well. This is getting very similar. Mm-hmm. Denver Broncos. Yep. At Washington Redskins. Redskins. <laughs> you even waiting to draw breath here. So it said Broncos, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Disrespectful. Yeah, Nicole's gone for the Skins as well. Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. At San Francisco 49ers. Jax. First of the Sunday evening games. Jags. They've got to go all the way across the country. Jags. Playing Jimmy G. Jags. <laughs> I tried. Okay. So is Nicole. <laughs> New York Giants. Yep. At Arizona Cardinals. Oh, what Hold your nose. Stinker. Hold that nose. Stinker. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the Giants. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nicole's gone for the cards. Okay. So we've got another difference. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So we've got the shell-shocked Seattle Seahawks. Yep. Try saying that ten times quickly. Against Ezekiel Elliott's Dallas Cowboys. Who's winning that, King? Cowboys? Mm-hmm. Cowboys. Nicole says Cowboys. Two games left. Yep. Pittsburgh Steelers. Yep. At Houston Texans. Steelers. Steelers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she said that as well. Monday night game. Los Angeles Raiders. Yep. No, Oakland Raiders. Wow. Or Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, well, either Anaheim way. Raiders. Could be anywhere. Oakland Raiders mm-hmm. at Philadelphia Eagles. Monday night. That's a tough one. Where are you going? Where are you going? I'm gonna go with the Eagles. So's Nicole. Mm-hmm. Oh, not too many differences there. No. But 
Some solid picks from Nicole. Solid pick, yeah, they. <laughs> thank well you done, for, Nicole. Thank, thank you, you for submitting the uh, the picks, Nicole. Yeah, because next week will be the last lot of picks before the playoffs. Yep. So I've got something in mind for that. Okay. Looking, but, uh, keeping that under wraps. All right. Yep. No, don't tell me. As always, don't tell me. Spring it on me. Yep. <laughs> um, that's it. Then that's the whole pod. Thank Indeed. you so much, guys, for tuning in. Yes. And uh, sorry that it's not on a regular slot, but we it's Christmas and it's whenever King is available. I'm super busy. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys, yeah. about this year. So it's we'll been awful. try and do next Wednesday. I think Wednesday's the plan, yeah. Fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. Um, that's after Christmas Day and Boxing Day. Mm-hmm. So wherever you're having your, your Christmas, mm-hmm. we hope that you enjoy yourselves. Uh, don't get too many arguments. Um, and drink as much as you want. Drink as much as you want. But don't drive afterwards. But, yeah, don't drive. Yeah, we didn't tell you that. Mm. Um, yeah, and just make sure you're subscribing to the podcast, guys, because we're still going to be going all the way through to the draft next year. Fingers crossed. Indeed, yeah. Yeah, like we did last season. Um, yeah, a lot of games coming up, and these two these two weeks, especially this week, is a really important week. Yeah, this is where they we sort of understand the playoff picture to some extent, but we don't really know what where teams are going to be. Yeah, positioned. Who's going to have the buys and. And there are some teams that are still scraping to get in. 100%. Yeah. So, until next week, guys, I've been Jim. That's been The King, and thank you so much for listening. (laughs) 